Welcome to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, education, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also find us on all social media networks at Real Talk That Talk. And now, let's start the show. Welcome everybody to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. As soon as you come in, Go ahead and smash that like, Daddy. Don't even wait on it. Don't don't count two seconds. Just go ahead. As soon as you come in the door, hit that like, Daddy. And then also, please make sure that you subscribe to the Passion Is Network. I'm telling you, we got a lot of stuff coming up. We got that percussion show on Wednesday, and we got something else coming up, but we're working on it behind closed doors. We can't let everybody know what it is. So go ahead and subscribe to the network and turn on notifications. You can also check us out on all of your podcasts and networks just find us at real talk that talk all right today we are talking about fans 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 and i know everybody loves this conversation especially when you were a drum major or something like that and you have fans all right so let's get this first thing going is there an unhealthy cult following of our band programs is there an unhealthy cult following of our band programs? Uh, Derek, go ahead, bro. Okay. Um, quick answer. Absolutely. Um, yeah, just, you know, I, people are loyal to a fault, you know, um, man, sometimes they're like, they'll go blind from the ears, blind from the eyes, you know, they'll believe their program is, is, is the pinnacle of all programs when even the members in that band program know that that's not the case, you know, it, it's, it, it's just all about, all about just, just the association with the name, man. You know, I've had even, even our band, you know, we've had some performances, some years where we have been really lacking, you know, but guess what? those fans are going to go hard for you. Like you are the best there ever was. They will never, you know, they feel like if somebody gives you honest criticism, that they're just the biggest hater in the world, you know? Um, and, you know, it's kind of like, it's, it's killing the, I, I'll say it's, it's, it's kind of killing the, the culture for real, for real, man. You Like we had, I don't like to mention names and all that, but uh, the, the royalty, I'll say it like that. You know, they've had some times where, you know, they didn't sound so good, but that cult following, everybody says, oh, they're this, they're that, man. Then it bleeds into the high school and the high school things. That's what we're supposed to be going for, you know? So it's kind of like a trickle-down effect, man. Um, but I, I do think it is, yeah, HBCU band, I've never seen anything like this outside of an actual cult where people will, you know, slit their wrists. <laughs> for for this band program, I mean, they literally I've seen people getting fights <laughs> over talking about. I mean, literally fights about talking about band programs, man. I don't know if y'all remember if you was on the HBCU Uncut, maybe when it first started, we had some people get into it over some band programs that actually drove state over state lines to confront each other over some band stuff, man. Who does is band, you know. Who does that, man? You talking about rising to a physical altercation because of your loyalty to a band program? Yeah. So, quick answer: Yes, very unhealthy. <laughs> All right, Quan. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> 
That should be a sound bite. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but the truth is, yes. Yeah, nah, you can use it. But the truth is, it's it's so sad to the point where you can't even enjoy the art. You know what I'm saying? To where, honestly, it, it's low-key. I'll take it a step further. It's low-key like whatever band you marched in is so tribal to where it's like became gang culture. Like, if you, you know, if you from, uh, like, just say Alcorn, if you from Alcorn, bro, you ride Alcorn, of course, to the day you die, somebody say something about Alcorn, oh, we, you know, we're going to step on them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's to that point where after you finish your time marching, you just can't sit back and be like, man, I'm enjoying X, Y, Z. You know, I, I uh, uh, as a band director, I should be able to enjoy all of the arts, all of the pageantry for band, I should be able to sit back and be like, man, you know, this is, you know, this program is good. This is good. These are some things that this particular program should work on, so forth and so on. But I'm also convinced, and this is another nugget that goes with this unhealthy call following is this. You can't even give, I, I'm convinced that as we the Blacks, we, we can't even give corrective criticism at all. You know what I'm saying? Because they feel like what you're saying is a personal attack on that program. And that's not true. You know what I'm saying? You said Royalton, I know he was going. We talking about Southern. Let's keep it a book. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't about to hold my tongue no more. The truth is Southern is a great band. Real Talk Southern is like the premier HBCU band every year. Let's, let's just put that out there every year. However, there are some moments when it's like, ooh. And the difference is because they're so good, when they have those moments, it's low-key magnified. Like, like we're just going to be honest. You know what I'm saying? So when they have their moments, it's like, damn, like Southern is human. That's how we low-key look at it, right? But there's other programs out there that's doing the thing too. There's like Florida Memorial. Like I've always brought them up. Uh, FAMU. Like, I remember when FAMU first came down for the, it's not Cracker Berry and it was Pepsi, but for the very first one, right, they had a guy that marched for the 100, and they had kind of already had placed who was going to go against who in the stands. So FAMU was going to go against Southern. And we was in the crowd, you know, a few of us from Prairie View, because FAMU was practicing at a local high school, Willow Ridge High School at the time. And we was like, man, y'all going against Southern. Y'all better put some air through them horns. And the dude was upstairs and was like, nah, they just got to do this. And, you know, we fam. And so, so we was like, say, bro, I know what you're saying. But you you saying you're going against Southern, bro. It's, it's different. You know what I'm saying? So, and I understand riding for your team. But you got to understand, bro, like, you know, who's your opponent, so to speak. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's truly unhealthy to where you can't even enjoy it. Honestly, and like just making a simple comment will result for you to being verbally attacked. And what's crazy is some of the people that march for these bands that's attacking you ain't even marched long. That's a whole different story. Like they might have marched a semester, became whatever that band or that section is, and they be going about their business, but they hold on to that for the rest of their life. It's like, come on. But I, I, but I've seen people get in the fights too. No lie, I've gotten to a physical altercation behind saying something within my own band. So I feel you. But I mean, it is what it is, man. 
So here's the other, here's a follow-up question for that. Do some of the unhealthy obsession and some of the unhealthy cult following come from people who didn't even march or go to that school? Some of them, yeah. Some of them. I mean, like, like it's funny. I'm, I'm not going to mention her name because she's my cousin. Like, real talk. She's my cousin, and, I, and I'm going home for Easter, so yeah. I don't want to say, say her name, but... But my cousin is such a diehard Southern fan to where when I told her I was going to PV, bro, I just said name Coco. Uh, I see it. Uh, my mama make a potato salad. So when I see you, like she, uh, she was so mad at me, y'all, that I was going to Prairie View to where she stopped talking to me for a couple of months. You know what I'm saying? Like she just dogged Prairie View. And I was like, but I'm going to school. She was like, F that. You supposed to go to such and such. You messing up the family, such and such. You doing this. And I was like, baby, you ain't even march for the for the jukebox. You're not even the juke. You didn't even stay on campus. You didn't even go to the school. But just the mere fact that I said I was going somewhere else, it was furniture moving time. I'm telling you, people be like that, man. Because it's a, but I must say this, out of all the places in the world, you're not going to find more diehard fans, in my opinion, than Southern, especially in that Southern uh, aspect of Louisiana, just being honest. Yeah, man, um, I, I do agree with you that I don't think it's just the people that didn't march or didn't go to the school. But they do play a big part. I think social media has opened that gateway for, I guess, the non-band audience, which is a it's a deep following, um, to kind of bleed into the band world, you know. Um, so it's all one thing now. It's, I remember, you know, at a time it was like if you marched in this band, you marched in this band, you know, you 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 played in the HBC band. That's their own circle. And then everybody else was outside. Now it's just all open um and like you said some of those members that maybe marched a year some people that didn't march some people that didn't go to school are more passionate <laughs> about i'm not even gonna say passionate uh obsessed with the program than the people that put in three four years to the program you know the leadership in the program they're more obsessed with it man they're willing to take things to further lengths um and they also aren't caring about See, I think one thing that's really big, they can say and do things and there's no consequence to them within that band program because they're not associated with that band program. You know, if I'm a band member, I can't go on social media going crazy right now because guess what? I'm going to be in the band director's office on Monday and he's going to be showing me a screenshot of what I said. There's no consequence to it. Band members, they'll take stuff too far sometimes, but like I said, it's, it's a consequence. You know, they know when to stop, when to fold them and when to hold them, you know. Um, but when you, when you just, a you know, a fan, <laughs> who gonna stop you? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, I'd, yeah, I'd say people do some wild stuff. You know, even some of my friends had one friend get in a social media argument with a band director who should not be named, um, and threatened to show up to his band practice and be the band director. <laughs> had no associated with this program. And he was on his way to that band, that band room. Um, had it not been for some intervening, uh, 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 situations that could have been something catastrophic. And this dude had no association with this program, but 
like I said, man, you know, some people that's not associated with just take stuff way too far, <laughs> way too far. But but what's crazy is y'all, what happened to the days when your band director used to tell y'all, don't post nothing on the internet? Well, see, the thing about that, the thing about that is most of these band directors are band heads. Most of these band directors don't have, I ain't gonna say because first of all, well, yeah, most of these band directors don't have that thought process of doing that. They want to be just as ignorant as the kids. So I think there's that's the other side of that. I think that answers that question. You know, the ones that allow their kids to do that, and they, they want to be just as ignorant as the kids. So I know both of y'all marched for the Legion. So was that a rule for y'all? Because Absolutely you know, not. Dr. Sanford, Dr. Sanford would always, I, I could, well, first of all, I, I can only speak from my time. And in my time, the only thing that was out was the fifth quarter during my time. So, um, so that was really your only smack board. But I will tell you straight up, Dr. Sanford would come into that room and say, y'all don't be posting nothing on the websites. If you want, if you want to, uh, if they want to do something, Tell them to meet you on the gridiron. That's all he would say. But don't be going. He would say, don't be going on the websites posting anything. Yeah. Because uh, he always used to say, yeah, just meet me on the 50. Because it was crazy. You know, like, of course, we didn't. It wasn't, you know, social media wasn't as big. But we had a uh, marching sport, bandhead.org. Uh, I think, was it fifth quarter at the time? Uh, I was like, we had a we had a few forums, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it wasn't, you know. I, I know when I arrive at Prairie View, even in those six profits say don't post nothing, just you know, leave it on the field. And that was the concept of it. Like we never went back and forth with other band programs and but I you also know. you also gotta understand, like Dr. Sanford telling us to to leave it on the gridiron or meet me on the 50 or leave it on the field, all that kind of stuff. That's when people cared about field shows. Like field shows don't matter anymore. So I mean, all people can do is talk a bunch of more, a bunch of crap to each other and all that kind of stuff because of the fact that all they want to do is crank up in the stands anyway. So, I think there, there, that's the other side of it. Um, but here's the here's the other thought that I have. It's two thoughts that I have. One, the people who didn't march and the people who are are not necessarily affiliated with that program are usually the ones who make the biggest noise, who cause the biggest ruckus. My and cousin. your cousin, right? But two, I don't want you to slap me because I'm talking about your cousin. Uh, cool. I don't, don't Will Smith me, man. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but two, the other half of that, and and this is what I was thinking about when the conversation that me and, me and you had, Quan, uh, behind uh, on the phone. A lot of those people are them people from the 2000s area era. If you think about it, the '90s folks don't really talk that much noise. But them 2000s, oh, all them 2000s, that's where you get the most lip from. What happened? And I marched, I marched during that era, right? But I got to know. I just got to know. What happened with us during, and, and people in the chat, y'all may, y'all may can answer this question too. Because I see a lot of people who marched during my time too. What happened during that era that just made people so delusional that they have to go nuts in social media to try to protect their quote unquote brand. I I just gotta know. Somebody answer that. <laughs> These comments are killing me, dog. <laughs> These comments killing me. 
Well, they said Floyd. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never I've never met that gentleman, but hey, he go hard for the ocean. <laughs> How oh, can no I have, I'm gonna be honest. I have no idea who you're talking about. So, so I don't I don't ever comment up in it. But uh, it's it's a gentleman named Floyd. I believe he marched for the ocean, right? And uh, <laughs> hey, ain't nothing. When I, when I understand me, ain't nothing that boy could say about the ocean. I don't, I don't, I don't care what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? It's Jesus, it's God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, ocean. Period. That's how it is. <laughs> All right. I ain't, I ain't know he was that gung ho. I don't know that guy. That is, is this somebody in the uncut? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. See, I, I'm, I don't even be in. I'm not in the uncut no more, so I can't. Yeah, even... you gotta poke your head in sometimes. Like, tight, tight. Once, once they did that, uh, that rejoint, I was like, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to be in that mess no more. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I'd rather be around some other stuff that is a little bit more positive. I let y'all tell me about the, the ratchets. Uh, but, but yeah, man. But what? <laughs> I, I like Porsche's answer. But what happened in the two thousands that just made us completely delusional and lose our minds? And, and I, I've got it. I, I, I was just wondering that, man, because I know that uh, Quan, we talked about it kind of briefly. I think maybe what it is is be, because of the of the hype um, of what social media does. People fail to realize that a lot of you know back in the day, a lot of those directors were friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I know Julian's aspiration is to um is to eventually be a collegiate band director as well as mine. So if we, you know, both are at HBCUs or at, you know, whatever colleges or universities, and I and I know I'm battling, you know, or going against meeting Julian on the 50, I'm gonna meet him on the 50 with respect and reverence. I'm not gonna be like, F that boy, we gonna, sh-. and then I'm on the internet. Me, you know, if if the band director in the middle of the field and do this, come to Death Row Records. Like, we're not gonna be like that. You know what I'm saying? I just have a sense of ad- adoration for my partner, and then we're gonna dab each other off. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's okay to have that sense of that competitiveness, but it's another thing to go and be disrespectful. And I think, again, the reflection of your band is a reflection of the director. So, as a side note, I got my cousin on the phone and I'm telling her straight up, yeah, I'm talking about you. When he was talking about me going to Prairie View, I said it. Nah, don't mute it now. I want to hear what she was going to say. Oh, no, nah, she, she looking at something. What you got to say? No. <laughs> Eric, what were you about to say, bro? No, nah, man, I think that age, man, you're talking about the early 2000s, uh, you know, like I've seen in the comments, man, that's the rise of social media right there. You know, you all got to see it all. I'm talking about from Bebo, MySpace, you know, the, the beginning of Facebook, you know, so you all were, you know, adults for all of that, man. And I think you all are pretty apt at that technology. I think the 90s, the, the people in the 90s still, in, you know, they're in social media, but they're not really in it like you know early 2000s cats are um i think it's just the perfect age man and y'all i don't know you you brought up a real good point when you when you kind of specified that generation because then i started thinking about the loudest people that i see on social media <laughs> in the band world and that's perfectly i'm talking to people that march from i'm gonna say 99 to 2005 uh those are like the cats out here that i know just 
And I ain't talking about March. Let me say, went to school from 99 to 2005. I had to clarify. All right, yeah. But those are the loudest cats out here. I don't know. It could have been social media. We should do an experiment on that one day uh, or, or a survey. Why, why do you talk so much trash on social media about a program that you ain't been around for 15, 20 years? You know? It is crazy, though. Some people ain't been around. I mean, it, if you if you came in in my era, I will tell you, you probably had somebody from 97 still marching, bro. Somebody from, like, 96, maybe, maybe 95 still marching. I mean, that was during and, – and that was a different time. That was a different age. That was during the time where people could literally not go to class, but they could show up for band practice. And, and go on the trips and they weren't checking nothing what nothing going down and, and you got your refund check you was good you left the school in the spring you came back in the fall and did it all over again man hey because because they uh because <laughs> because they was changing their major like 10 times and didn't yeah. have that uh that financial aid cap that's what that was and yeah. and i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it a buck you know i hey this is i'm gonna I'm keep it a buck there are some people who graduated from the marching band but didn't graduate from the school i I mean let's let's keep it real they can they come around they be like i'm i'm whatever band name alumni but you be like what year you graduate oh man i I, i'm still working on it bro i'm still working on it like i went to eight i went to i went to community college and i finished there i got my certification but you know, I'm still, you know, God's still using me. I bet I feel you. Right? <laughs> I'm a percussion instructor at the local school, so you know, I, I, that's how I give back. You know, man, I, I'm sorry, but you with the raspy voice and you just came with it, dog. That really sounded like one of them old dudes, man. <laughs> All right, man, let's keep it rolling, dog. Y'all are terrible. That that wasn't me. That that was that was Quan. All right, welcome everybody to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU, band culture, music, music education, and more. As soon as you come in, go ahead and smash that like, Daddy. That that comment section has been going crazy, yo. This is like the most active I've seen the comment section in only the first topic. <laughs> hey, hey, Charles said Charles said the swag messed up for everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's, I disagree, but damn, I don't, I don't disagree though. But but yeah, man, y'all go ahead and smash that like that, and also uh, subscribe to the network, man. If you on YouTube, subscribe to the network. If you watching this on Facebook, come over to the YouTube, subscribe to the network, and also make sure you turn on notifications. Uh, and you can find us on all your podcasts and areas. Just find us at Real Talk That Talk. That Talk. Good Lord, now y'all got me messing it up. Find us at Real Talk That Talk. This episode will be uploaded in the next twenty four hours. All right. And also, I don't disagree with him at all. I absolutely do not. Swag did mess it up, bro. Swag ain't mess up nothing. Swag messed it up, bro. And and listen, the Swag <laughs> didn't mess it up in a way of saying like it's all Swag's fault. Swag messed it up in a way of saying, and we always got to go back to to the original, you know, reason. After Robert Champion, the 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 energy and the and the everything of the Swag just took over. HBCU marching band. I, I respectfully disagree. As a person from the SWAC, I, I'm pretty sure you would. Nah, because Red Talk, the SWAC really move HB, HBCU band culture. You're going to keep it a buck. I'm not going to deny that either, though. But I, but that also doesn't mean that the SWAC wasn't capable of holding things back, too. 
I respectfully, I respectfully disagree. All I'm saying is this: if if you have a you have an aspect of trendsetters that move a culture, that's why I say I'm only disagreeing in regards to the Robert Champion scenario. All I'm saying is, I feel like, and we're just gonna keep keep it and keep it a book. Southern actually moves band culture. You just gotta, gotta be honest, bro. They they do. I agree. They do, and so I mean, when you have a prolific band like that. But, uh, but uh, I'm I'm gonna agree, but I'm I'm gonna slightly disagree, in the sense that Southern moved. What? Anyway, um, Southern Charles owned it, bro. Like if he, I know y'all can't see these comments, Charles said we ain't got no home train. No, he's oh yeah, I saw owned it today, bro. But uh, but yeah, I, I would say Southern moved the culture but i don't think they're moving the culture now because i think now the culture itself is on autopilot now it's it's kind of just kind of taking off in its own trajectory now does that trajectory necessarily mean it's good i don't know but i can definitely say they were the catalyst for where it's moving to i i I think i think they they moved it to a point and i think they 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 moved the needle uh to where honestly in my opinion let's just keep it a book other bands had to low-key catch up this is and this is why i say that because now with social media if you look at the evolution of for example like famu like their shows their <clears throat> their show style they're doing picture shows and different things like that that's a dci aspect i would have being sincere i would have expected that from the MEAC, specifically if i look at norfolk if you look at Norfolk, I think when it comes to their own style, their own sound, and what they do, even a percussion section, they're in honestly a league of their own. Because like you really can't compare the Legion to really no other black band, and, and that's just being fair. Uh, I think the Miak had their own identity overall. Um, so if you look at uh, Norfolk, you look at Norfolk, you can't compare them to Bethune. Because they just was two different bands, right? Sound, they both were were the same. You're talking about old Miak, right? Because that new Miak, yeah, yeah, old Miak, yeah, old new Miak ain't got nobody but Norfolk. But go right. Ahead. And so then, um, so then when you look at um Incat prior to you know Incat kind of had like a swack swack ish aspect, we're talk, and then they developed into their own, right? And so then, um. Who said stagnant? And so then if you look at uh real talk, if you look at the sweat, if you really wasn't doing eight to five, really what you was doing. And then if you're gonna be honest, Purview, we was doing aspects of picture shows from fam. So I mean, you know. Okay. I'm just I'm just saying. So if, if being sincere, if you was in a swack and you was doing eight to five, you was being compared to Southern. And Southern. To, to their credit, they perfected it. Now, so my cousin talked about, mm-hmm, she didn't march for Southern, y'all. She did not march for Southern, y'all. But I'm not going to say nothing. Because <laughs> so, I want to make sure my auntie cook when I get, get there. But all right. I'm saying is, Why don't you just give your cousin the link instead of having her listen to you on the phone? Because the reason why I don't want to give my cousin a link because I don't want to embarrass the family <laughs> because y'all don't know her, man. <laughs> I know her. I'm good right here. But all, but all yeah. I'm saying, 
but I agree. I agree with Lauren. Real talk. Southern does to a degree control the swag culture. We just have to be a buck. Now I do think Jackson State is pushing that. I do. I do feel like Jackson State is, is, is pushing that. I think Prairie View, my own alma mater, is honestly they're cool with their identity for who they are at, at this particular time. I mean, they all they got, they all they need. And that's yeah. it. And I'm with that too. They all they got, they all, and we all we need. I'm riding with the home team. See, cut me. Hey, look for real. If we talk about pushing the culture, man, I think one band that we're really forgetting, even though I hate them with a passion, is North Carolina A and T, man. Hate is a very strong word. Is now everywhere. Why do you hate them? It's just a rivalry, man. I love them. It's a love hate thing, you know. I would say dislike. Dislike during the off season when we see each other. It's definitely hate for sure. Uh, yeah. Personal values won't allow me to let you use hate, but go ahead. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. But man, A and T man, they did something <laughs> different. We're, we're talking post Robert Champion, man. Um, you know, they're the band HBCU, and I, you know, you might miss. I might be misquoting myself, but uh, bringing theme shows to to the halftime, um, up upping that social media presence. You know, we're talking about let's put on some let's not just make a band film with, you know, a wide shot and a wide shot. That's pretty much what we used to see on band tapes was just the, the shot from the center where the press box is. You know, they started making it like a, a cinematic journey, you know. Um, so they kind of put a lot of pressure on a lot of HBC <laughs> up their media department, man, um, get a little bit innovative with their shows. And I've seen it bleed out to other bands as well. You know, I mean, naturally, as it should, because as a culture, we should be looking at each other and, and what does this band do well? How can we do this well as well? You know, how can we make it our own? So I think that A&T was a catalyst for, you, you see, uh, these, I'm going to say the top 10 bands all have really, really, really good media teams now. They have a whole team. It's not just one guy that used to march in the band. They got a camera. You know, they have a team. Most of them have worked it out with their school where they have MASCOM interns. And, you know, they're really putting on some real good productions for this, man. I think a t did a lot to, to shape the culture uh, for what we see now. Um, and another thing, they was talking about shaping culture. This is the swag. You said the swag ruined it, man. Um, a lot of these band directors have gotten a little active on social media too, man. I know we kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, but um, – you know, these a lot of these band directors are now social media celebrities. You know what I'm saying? They're friends with everybody on there. Everything they say is 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 like breaking news or something like that, man. So I think that did a lot to change the culture because now these band directors are a lot more accessible than they were before. You don't have to be in that band program to access them. So I think that's changed a lot of ways that we react and respect other bands, man, because you'll see the band director talk, and I've seen quite a few band directors talking trash candidly on social media to other bands, you know. And when the students see that, when prospective members see that, they feel like that's okay as well. So um, I think that has a lot to do with the culture that we're in, the, the climate that the culture is in right now, with the trash talk, with all the students that you, we were just talking about going a little bit too far in the comment sections and all that. I think the band directors are at fault for it as well. But, but I mean, but it's a, a marketing tool now. Like we're just gonna be honest. Social media is a marketing tool, and and we we've said it. Like I say, to back in the day to truly get a band tape was, was hard. Uh, I, I'm is it is it Lamic, L A M? Lamic, yeah. 
like <laughs> yeah, like he he was the goat, bro, for breaking band clips. And I don't know how he get them. I mean, he a part of Illuminati or something like that for band clips or something like that. But but like he he always had the clips, right? And I think Garrett is a goat for what he started doing. And if we're just gonna be sincere, you have to go back and give credit where credit is due. Garrett started the trend, and people are now trying to catch up with him in regards of videos. Like he started doing the videos, they started there on YouTube. After they started doing that, they started doing drones. I mean, they started um doing um band rehearsals to where they were playing songs and then they were live streaming on YouTube. I know that NCAT, they later did it, excuse me, which was an awesome, like their band room sessions is immaculate. You know what I'm saying? But I think with social media and YouTube, that's the trend, bro. That's the trend. All right. Let's get on to the next topic. Boy, this that comment section is going nuts. All right. <clears throat> next topic. Have fans ruined musicianship in our programs? Have fans ruined musicianship in our programs? Quan, you got it first. I mean, that's that's kind of tough. Um, I think they influence it, but I don't think ruined it. Um, and I say the reason why I said it is because every band director should still hold their own integrity no matter what. But one thing, even Justin mentioned it on the show, Drumline has taught us several things with certain administration, with certain administrators and administrative aspects. Guess what? They want to be entertained first. Then they want to be taught. And that's just the reality of what we fall in. So I won't quote unquote say fans. But if we put fans as a culprit, we have to tie them with administration. We have to tie them with both of them. Um, but at the end of the day, <clears throat> one thing that we did see that was about that movie that was real, that band director held his integrity for what he believed in. And I believe that when you have a specific standard as a band director, you know, you stand on that hill and you die on that hill. You know, you die on that hill for musicianship. But like I say, to answer your question, Julian, do I feel like is uh, uh, fans influence it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like we've been on the show and uh, PV, you know, when y'all was there, y'all took our entertainment tonight. I got emails later and was like, put it back in the show and it was back in. So that's influence. But that still did not delineate from the standard of Dr. Zachary and that staff. All right. Yeah. So, um, yes, I think we all can agree that the fans to an extent have, I don't want to say they ruin musicianship, but I think us in an attempt to please fans and to get a rise out of them, what we have seen from bands that are successful at that is simply volume. You know, a lot of fans get excited for something that bumps and is the loudest thing they've ever heard. Um, so we've had, you know, there's the bands are out here now trying to achieve that on like every piece that they're arranging, every piece that they're playing, it's got to be loud. It's got to bump. If not, we won't get a rise from the crowd. The crowd's not going to go crazy. The crowd's not going to feel it. Um, and, but at the same time, I can't just blame it on the crowd because we got to think about the music that's out here. Now there's good music out here. 
There's really, 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 really good music out here. However, that good music is not the most popular music. It's not the thing that the people in the audience are all listening to right now. The stuff that the people in the audience are listening to is really simple in rhythm, simple in harmony. And, you know, it's when we talk about bass, drums, you know, some simple stuff. So I think it's several different variables for why musicianship, just to say musicianship has dropped down significantly. Um, even since I was in the band, I was, you know, not too long ago. Let me say that. I, I was a rookie, what, 10, 11 years ago or something like that. So um, even since then, man, just what people expect for a band to perform and what they feel like is going to be entertaining to them has has definitely changed, just the standard of it. You know, other than if you talk about if you're in an audience full of band heads and musicians, that's different. But if you're in your regular football audience where you don't have that that same pool of people that are listening for something impressive um you know you got to play your crowd though so um i think it's not just the fans i think it's several different variables why the musicianship has fallen between our bands so um i want to uh kind of go back on one of the things that i think it was you who said it Derek. the music right uh, I just kind of remember being a person back in the 90s, and I was that kid who, of course, I listened to the typical rap music, you know, the Biggie and the Tupac, because that was, like, large back then, Crucial Conflict. and Like, so I listened to all those different groups and, and different people. Uh, but at the same time, I was also listening to, you know, um, Nirvana and... Red Hot Chili Peppers and, you know, a lot of those groups at the same time. I couldn't tell nobody that I was listening to it because then you'd, be, you'd look like the lame if you was listening to that, right? But um, I, I say all that to say, like you said, there is good music out there, but I think that nobody wants to look like the lame to bring it out and play it because I think that there is a there is an abundance of people who listen to all the things that are available out there, all the stuff that does have the musicality out there. But nobody there are very few people who want to be the first people to step out and play it because they don't want to lose quote unquote fans. I remember back in, back in my heyday of marching that it used to be, if somebody was playing rap daddies all day, we would talk about them because they were playing triads and whole notes all the time. But now that seems to be the norm. You're not getting Jackson state Malaguanas anymore or um uh get away anymore you're not getting those anymore and that used to be the standard and they may pull out one of the rap daddies now the rap daddies with the whole notes half notes extremely loud euphoniums uh mellophones playing in trumpet range second trumpet range that seems to be the norm but is that is that dictated by the fans or is that dictated by the music I was gonna say, man, it's 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 definitely the music, man. Um, but at the same time, there are certain bands out here that can do what you were saying, play the stuff that's not as popular and get away with it, man. But you know, it's probably five bands I could probably count on my hand that can do that. But that's because they've been doing that; they're known for doing that. You know, um, most of these other bands, man, they can't. You know, they'll get booed because they're playing something different that nobody has ever heard of. Unless it's, I think band fans do when, when somebody executes something flawlessly, I think some of them can agree that it sounds good. They may not be too excited about it, 
but there's only a few bands that can play that the real good music that nobody knows about and and still get that that rise out of you know their whoever their audience is but i think you kind of just hit something right like you said that they can <laughs> play something and the fans won't get too excited about it yeah and i think i think it was justin who said it on last who put it in the comments on last show and it may have been justin and eddie fans and what the fans thinks gets clicks right so for instance and and i'm just gonna you know use this as a as an example you know uh let's say pv plays getaway and they play it very well right and then Jackson turns around and plays a rap daddy with the baritones and and the, the the horns and blah 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 all that kind of stuff, right? Who's gonna get the most crowd reaction? Depends. Uh now nah, I think you're being disingenuous, bro. No, 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 the, no. The the reason why I say depends is because Getaway is a famous EWF. Like if if you if you no no and I'm being sincere if like you find something like within the album that maybe people don't know and even though it's is is cranking I mean it so but getaway is a is a band classic I but it's a but you just listen to what you said mm-hmm. one you said it was a band classic two you said it is a a a song that that quote unquote people know right. We're talking about this generation of kids. We're talking about this generation of spectators. Everybody knows in the stone, but if 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 uh I'll give another band because I don't always want to use PV as an example. Let I I'll say it. If Texas Southern played in the stone, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna be like, Oh man, that was sweet. But oh dog, no, they was killing it. No, they won't. They're gonna be like, All right, that was nice. Let's crank up though. You know what I'm saying? Like so that 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 literally goes back to what are the fans dictating the musicianship, right? Because if Texas Southern played in the stone or getaway or anything that that has any technical problems to it, they're probably doing it because they want to keep the integrity. Like you said, if you go back to the the drumline aspect, they want to keep the, the director wants to keep the integrity of the program and the musicianship of that program, right? But the fans but I think, but I, so I, so I, I see the point of view of, of how you're going. And I, and I, so from that perspective, I would agree, right. That the fans do dictate, but what I realized is, but if you're a good band director, you truly need honestly a, a, a balance of both. So like when, when we marched, so I crab 06 on um, Derek, you crab crab. Uh, you was a rookie. Y'all say rookie. What year? 11, 11. So yeah. That's about, you know, that's that's a little bit of a difference. But the reality of it is this, man. I remember a time when I used to look at band clips and the very first thing after y'all played Star Spangled Band and warmed up and everything, people used to battle with marches, like in the beginning. That was the first thing you heard. Now, granted, everybody low-key was playing Purple Carnival, Barnum and Bailey, uh, what is it, Rolling Thunder, something like that, but you would hear that. Then you will go through the games and then y'all will be playing. So if somebody played EWF, you had to play something that was comparable to EWF with some certain aspects of musicality. I think now, like you said, uh, Julian, with all the rap daddies, bro, 
what is there to compare it to? A rap versus rap? You see what I'm saying? Like, like that's why I think everybody was so excited about um, like Leave the Door Open and that album because it was the first time in years that we had an album truly of music to that was popular by the masses. So, I mean, I, I see where you're going with it, uh, Jay. And so I, if from that point of view, I would have to agree. But to be a solid band program, you're going to have to have both because you have band, you have band heads in that crowd and you have musicians. The musicians would be like, God damn, they, they played that. That's how you get the kids in. That's how you get a mixture of both because you need band heads and you need musicians that hopefully overrides that band head culture. I agree with you saying a mixture of both, but I want to challenge y'all, man. Go back to your schools tomorrow. Ask your kids, do they know who Earth on the Fire is? I asked my kids yesterday. I said, do y'all know who Earth on the Fire is? They was like, who? I was like, huh? I mean, I, I'm, I was awestruck. Now, they recognized some songs if they heard them. It's like, oh, that's them? I'm talking about high school. You know, so the, the music that we felt was a standard to us, that was like if you a band head, you know all of this stuff, you know, all the funk, the I mean everything. We knew this, you know, just not even just being like, you know, old souls or nothing like that. We just knew it. It was it was standard. Everybody knew it. It's not like that no more. I seen somebody in the comments talk about uh, you know, we play a TikTok and uh, TikTok music. That's what the kids love. I wrote I wrote a little song for the North State Pet Band, uh, that little Little spend a little time with me, like do 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 do. They hear that trumpet sound, whatever, and they did a little dance. I wrote that for the Pet Man, man. We played it the first time. The crowd went crazy. You probably don't know the song. It's a TikTok song. I feel like I'm old now. Like I, I, listen, I don't even know what it is. I don't, listen, I I am the I have accepted the fact that I am the out of touch band director, but this is also the reason why I say I probably need not be in the secondary environment anymore because i'm just that one who's like i don't care about no tiktok as a matter of fact i get tired of seeing all these kids and this kid as soon as i walk out of my room they i'm i'm, I'm so sick of that like that's that gets on my nerves like put your phone away and actually do some work like you're failing but you you you, you got these dances though you can remember these dances yeah. but you can't remember what two plus two is but so I'm sorry, I, I'm not on the TikTok train, bro. So I have no idea what you're talking about. But I, I yeah. trust you. I trust yeah. you. I asked the kids what songs they listen to, man. That's what they told me. And we performed it at a, at a basketball. I'm talking about a college basketball game, man. The crowd went crazy. Everybody started doing a dance in unison like it was a cha-cha slide. Like, you know, it but that's what this generation knows. They don't know yet. They don't know Earth with a Fire, you know, uh even talking about the 90s, Tony Tony Tone. They don't know uh Donnell Jones, you know, they don't, they don't know these artists. They don't know their repertoire. So, you know, the music is going to change. The fans are going to change. We still got our faithful old heads, but the older, older they get, the less and less they're coming out to events like that, you know? So yeah, it's, it's changing. I, I will say this. Um, and I did forget that I actually did this. Uh, I did ask my students who an artist was. And 50% of them had absolutely no clue. I asked them who Michael Jackson was. And they had no clue of who Michael Jackson was. That was at 50% of the class. So, and then I had one, one, one kid who said Michael Jackson wasn't that good. I was about to kick him out. But 
<laughs> like you're not you're not gonna disrespect Michael, bro. Not but not yet. No, absolutely not. But uh, so yeah, I, I kind of I get what you're saying, Derek, on that front. Uh, what were you gonna say, Quan? Nah, well, I, I, I guess y'all kids don't wake up Saturday morning and clean up because uh, <laughs> all my kids knew it. I'm just saying, and they sing old school songs like the Mighty Clouds of Joy, uh, going up beyond the like they they know them. They they the ones that they literally play Betty Wright tonight is the night. They the ones that's playing Marvin Gaye. Like they know that, and they want to actually. So I'm blessed. I'm blessed, y'all. Hey, you're the I South. I forgot about you. The South, South. I'm in Virginia. We like we not quite the South. Virginia's yet. not the South. It's not the South. Yeah, she so. is not the South. I don't care. I don't. Listen, going see now. I'm about to I'm about to talk about things in the past, right? Going to Virginia was the most frustrating thing that I I'd ever had to deal with because of the fact that they be like, "Yeah, man, we up here, we down here in the South." I was like, "Bro, y'all are not the South. Most of y'all think y'all from New York and New Jersey." Like, and they, it, listen to what think they're from New York and New Jersey. Like they they, they are not from the South. No, Virginia is not the South. Dog, no. they're at all at all but i'm sorry i digress i digress uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. i'm from maryland so i, I know about myself but... <laughs> now, my, now my kid my 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 kid is different because most of my kids they've been raised by mamo madea you know they've been raised by some grandma you know they i got some kids that know how to make a roof from scratch i'm just saying at this point, so yeah, it's you, different. you you got a you got a blessing in in, in your band room brother <laughs> Most, most of them, uh, most of these students don't know. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I don't usually bring up comments in the chat, but uh, looking at what Charles said, uh, I had a student, I got a student who used to, who walks in every day wearing an artist shirt and I, and they, they came in with ice cube one day. And, and uh, I was like, do you know who that is? And she was like, yeah, that's ice cube. I was like, dope. Do you know any of his music? And you can't use today was a good day. And then she was like, no. I was like, well, then you don't know who that is. You looked at one movie and you thought that you did you. I was like, oh, my God. And and she did it every day. I was like, man. Yeah, they just they just get these. They get these clothes and they talk these talk, but they don't know who these artists are. Like I said, you, Quan, you would find a diamond in the rough, brother. So. Hey, enjoy that old school music. You can pull out all them classics for them kids and they'll love it. But anywhere else, you better play a rap band and it better have some loud baritone in it. If it don't, it's tight. Anyway, nah, my, my kids, we want to do before I let go. I mean, that's what they want to do. See, man, that's dope. See, I, I was blessed. I was blessed in my last high school that them kids ain't know none of that music. They didn't watch. I came from a really weird situation. They didn't even watch band. So, but yeah, they didn't watch band. I had to teach them about band. So it didn't matter who was playing what. It it, it really didn't matter because it it didn't resonate with them anyway. So I could have brought anything in there. So yeah, any anything I brought in there was good. When I brought in Baby Shark, they got excited, and then they was hyped to play it, and then they got tired of playing it. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, man. <laughs> Charles on it today, boy. Charles on it, man. Hey, man. 
he he's excited, man, because he came back from that consortium. He's ready. To, he's ready to talk that talk. So it's all good. All right, man. Let's keep it moving. Oh shoot, I didn't hit my microphone. Welcome everybody to talk that talk. Where we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. As soon as you come in, go ahead and smash that like, daddy. Uh, we got to get these likes up. Let's make the number of likes match the number of viewers that we have. Also, hey, man, it's a lot of chatter going on in that comment section, man. If, you, if you're chatting, man, go ahead and hit that like button. It's not, it's not going to hurt you, man. We got to get that algorithm going, all right? Also, please make sure that you subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn on notifications. You can also find us at all your podcasting networks. Just look up Real Talk That Talk. This episode will be uploaded in the next 24 hours also we are on our last topic already yeah man we on our last topic so as soon as i announce this last topic i'm gonna put the link in the chat so that you can come in and call in with us uh scarfing you better try to hurry up and get that link justin gonna beat you to it bro as soon as i put it in justin be on it he's like where that link at boom all right here we go here's the last here's the last topic do transfer students forget where they came from do transfer students forget where they came from derek you like you think about this one bro Go ahead. yeah I'm, i would say um almost the opposite <laughs> uh sometimes they try to bring where they came from to where they're going um you know uh which is you know understandable you gotta have pride in where you where you came from um and we, we talk about like bandsmen, right? Current bandsmen, like yeah. transfer school, school, yeah. So, you know, sometimes I think you, you'll find both situations. You'll find some people that leave one school because they dislike that school. So, yes, they definitely forgot where they came from. Shoot, if you want to talk about <laughs> uh, Talladega, man, when Talladega first came on the scene, it seemed like that whole band was full of transfers, man. Um, shoot, I had some rookie brothers that was in that band <laughs> from North State. So, um, you know, I think that that situation, I don't think any of those people forgot where they came from. However, where they were at right now was the priority, which it should be. So I don't want to fault them for that. But I think for most part, um, no, nah, they don't forget where they came from. Most of the time they got so much pride that when they get to the other band program, it's like, y'all know where I came from? Y'all know who I am? Y'all know what I did? At this other program, man, I was such and such, such and such. Or they'll talk themselves up big. They may not be that good, but they'll definitely talk themselves up big. I've had quite a few transfers come. Um, some successful, some not, because they didn't want us, you know, be a rookie again, be a crab again, you know. That's really tough. I understand. I wouldn't want to be a rookie or a crab again either. So, <laughs> But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. I don't think they forget where they come from. I think it's the opposite, honestly. All right, Quan. The transfer students forget where they came from. Uh, so from my experience, uh, they don't. So we had a, a brother that transferred, and this is crazy, from Texas Southern to Prairie View, and everybody knows our rival. We was like, bro, like, what are you doing? But uh, uh, it was a trumpet player. He transferred from one school to the next, and you know he had very much so proud about his section and what they did, and you know so forth and so on. However, I've never experienced a transfer student when I was marching in the drum section. And if I could be quite frank, we didn't give a shit. You gonna do what the box say, bro. And that's just what it was. So 
So I, I, I can't speak too much on it, but it is what it is. I know Julian, you know, you know, he moistened his lips up to be like the box. Yeah, the box, bro. We it's just what it was, bro. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna say nothing about the box actually, but I mean, <laughs> since you brought it up, man, y'all so aggressive, man. We, well, but we were. Man, I ain't gonna talk about that. It's, it was in our heart, you know what I'm saying? I bet but, you it was. It, I, yeah. I bet you it was. <laughs> but uh, but nah, I, I I can't speak too much about it. Um, and like, I just have to yield the floor to Derek on that. But the one experience of the person that I had, he was like, "Man, I'm such and such this section, and this is what it is." And this is, I was like, "Hi, hi, bro. Whatever you say." But you hear them, so I mean, I will say this. Um, in my experiences, it's very interesting the transfer students that I have seen because the transfer students that I have in, encountered completely forget that they marched in a program prior to them coming here, coming to that other program, right? Like it's, it's, it's okay to be like, I'm here now, so I'm going to respect that I'm here now, right? But then the the conversation that you have the conversation that you have is interesting to me right because it's like you start talking about the school you came from like you never went there like you were never apart and and i think to me that is the most disingenuous thing i've ever seen in my life right like f that school dog like they trash you i'm like bro you marched there <laughs> like no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Like, here's, this is you. This is a picture of you and then your whole uniform, right? So, I mean, how, how do you guys feel? Or I, I, you probably have not been privy to that, but how do you all feel about, you know, that type of transfer student? I wouldn't trust me personally. If you could talk about someone where you had pledged your loyalty to before and you come here talking trash about that program, I feel like you're going to do the same thing if you leave from here too, man. I wouldn't trust you, uh, but that's just me personally. I, I do respect a person that has pride for the school that they were at, but you got to respect where you're at right now as well. That's what I'm looking for in a transfer student. But don't bash don't bash school. I, I, we, I, we actually had somebody that uh, had that situation before they left. They left, I'll be candid, they left Norfolk. They went to another school in the South. Uh, talking trash about Norfolk. So, it got down there and had a how can I say unpleasant time, and end up coming back up to Norfolk, and you know tried to be a part of the family. It was like, hold on, bro, you was like on social media, on video, be like f this, being f us, like it's like, bro, you want us to bring you back with open arms, like, like come on now. But that's an identity crisis. Probably, probably walked in like, man, I always loved y'all, man. I was, I was just playing, bro. I, but that's a person with an identity crisis. You know, that's a totally different, you know, you know what I'm saying? Now, I just like, like for me, like I said, I know people transfer for various reasons and maybe scholarships and maybe whatever. But I ain't gonna lie. It's like, maybe I'm too loyal to a fault. I mean, being honest, if, if well, what I've endeavored through for Purview, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I could have marched for another band. That's Quan, though. Like, I, I'm looking at, you know, uh, Fred Charles saying he transferred twice. You know, and I'm pretty sure that his experience, you know, he he found the blessing in every experience through his transfer. But just me, 
I ain't gonna lie, I possibly couldn't because I seen too many people transfer and what they was do what some people did to them when they went to the next school was just like stupid. You know what I'm saying? It was just stupid. Like if you cross your section, you quote unquote had to deny the previous section prior to and I mean, come on, bro. It, it was stupid. It was stupid. I'm I'm gonna tell you like this, and then, then we're gonna start letting guests in. I look at it like Greek life. Like I'm going to be honest, that one dude who went around the school for years, like, man, I'm a player as this. I'm a player as this. Probably got on. Didn't make it. But then, all of a sudden, a couple years later, they play as something else. And then be like, man, fuck them niggas, man. Get them, dog. They trash. Like, no, nah, bro. We knew we knew what interest meeting you was at, son. Like, you know, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. Like, you got to understand, like, you know, if you're going to transfer to another school, don't don't be trying to talk to trash because we remember you in that uni. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, that's just that's just how I look at it. No, that, I, that's my that's my thought process. All right. I, uh, I Cause just so I know, I know, I know a young lady. Her name is Blue Elephant. <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. All right. Let's uh, bring in the first. <laughs> let's bring in the first guest. And he actually made it first. He was not playing today. Scarfinger, what's going on, bro? What's going on, fam? What's up, big homie? What's happening? Um, look, I got look. This just in the past week, um, I had a couple of situations where this is right. This conversation is right on time. Um, one, I am the person that you're talking about. I am the person. I'm the person that that loves it, loves the culture. I wasn't allowed to march. It wasn't that I couldn't, I was not allowed to march. My dad didn't see any value in being a musician. You know, my dad's an ex-Marine shipyard worker. He didn't see any value in being a musician. So I wasn't allowed to march. Not that I haven't played an instrument. In fact, I played two different instruments. Um, so that that that, say, that being said, um, I had a couple of situations in the past week, including one today that is right on time for this conversation. One, I put on Facebook um, that it's hard being a HBCU marching band fan if SU was not your king. Um, and and, I, and I, I've said this before on other podcasts or anything like that. Um, on a personal level, I think Southern, Southern is like the Beatles, right? And this is what I, this is how I equate it in in my own mind. Southern is like the Beatles. Um, people who grew up with the Beatles in their life, they think that there is there there has never been never you know th there's never been anything greater than the Beatles. But you know I'm I'm a brother from Newport News. Like I'm I don't know nothing about no Beatles. Like I'm you know my my pop music was Michael Jackson. And like, and and I feel the same way about Michael Jackson that they feel about the Beatles, and it I think it's the exact same way with people who live and breathe Southern all the time. Um, I didn't grow up with Southern, you know. I'm, I'm you know I'm a Virginia dude. I like my Virginia bands. In fact, I made the mistake when I first signed up for the Fifth Quarter because I'm a supporter of all Virginia bands. I am of college mar marching bands. 
I, my first name was Michael the, the Spartan Pirate. Um, and that was a horrible, horrible You talking mistake. about on, on the fifth quarter.com? Yes, yes. That was you? That was me. Wow, I didn't even know that. I I was also in 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 fifth quarter history. I am the I am the first person who suggested a podcast. I was I was the person oh, who okay. suggested a podcast because I was I've been a podcaster since '09, and I've been listening to podcasts for longer than that. Um, I suggested a podcast before anyone did one of those. Um, you know, the idea came from me, and I put that in the fifth quarter over and over again like someone should do this christy was like nah we good and and i'm like and you know because because i didn't march i didn't feel like it was my place to do it you know what i mean because i didn't march because i didn't feel like i had you know i ain't i ain't had no meac hours i had no swag hours like i can't you know i ain't had no ciaa hours uh so i couldn't put you know even though i know a lot i you know I, I understand everything and and I'm I'm fair to everyone. Um I just didn't feel like I was the person to do it. So but like so like that that happened and then I got a couple of people hitting me up in my inbox after I put that southern thing. It's like, yo, that's real. But like nobody said anything publicly, just in the inbox just hit me up. You know, like I had some I had one person share it, but that was pretty much it. Everybody else just kind of hit me on the low. It's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, nobody's nobody's gonna publicly like go against Southern bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they to me to me, Southern is great, but it's like that episode of the Fresh Prince, um, where uh, Will was trying to get Ashley's song to blow. And like he just kept playing it over and over and over again, and that's why I say the Southern's media team is way too strong. They have there's way too much content, and I think some of it is just kind of it's just kind of too much to me. Like it's just kind of like okay, I've heard this song a million times. Like we good, but you know others don't feel like that. But you know me, being being a homer, I like Southern. I don't love Southern. And, you know, to be honest, I prefer Jackson, even though they write songs without counter melodies quite often. And it bugs me, um, including that song that they just did. They just um, put out a, a SWV song and it was just like, where is the rest of the song? And people were talking about how great the song was. And I'm like, where's the rest of the song? As long as they recognize it, that's all that matters, bro. Yeah, and I used to say, I used to say that the the difference between um, the swag and Miak is like the Miak people. We prefer our songs to sound like songs, you know, because there's a lot of people that just kind of overblow and they just kind. It sounds like a busted speaker sometimes. sometimes. And I'm just kind of like that's that's not me. I, I've gotten used to it. I guess my ear, my ear being a you know, being a Norfolk State over everything fan, my ear is different. Like I hear things, I you know, I hear things, and I want to hear things differently than uh, than what a lot of bands produce. And so I'm used to it now. And you know, with was with Southern being the internet's favorite band, like I've seen a lot of Southern, so I'm like, okay, I'm I'm cool with this. But they will it will never supersede for me that Beatles will never supersede my Michael Jackson. Okay. Hey. And, and the second thing, 
um, there's a YouTube video came out on the 23rd. Just from a, I'm just gonna say, Justin's is super weak right now. But that, let him, yeah, I, I know, I know. That's why I made sure I tried to get mine in first. He can, let me get mine first. After that, y'all can do what y'all want to do. Shout to Ghostface. Um, there's a there's, there's a YouTube um, channel called uh, Top Ten Jaw Dropping Facts, and they put out a list of the top HBCU bands of all time. And all right, so I knew this. I knew it was going to go left because um, Southern was number nine. Who was um, one? Uh, <laughs> and then, so if everyone was commenting about like uh, Southern being Southern being number nine, or how do you not have Alabama State and all of this kind of stuff, and the person who I guess the person behind the the channel just kept saying, "Where's your list?" If you're talking about my list, where's your list? And no one posted a list except me. And then I had people coming from me because when you start talking about all-time HBCU marching bands, you, you, I mean, if you know, if you know what you know, you have to list FAMU first. Who comes before FAMU of all time? Of all time, all time, at all time, like all time. Then we have. uh, So wait, I'm I'm just for clarity. (laughs) You have the school, then the year, or it's just like the school. They were just they they were talking about the in the list. They were talking talking about some like historical things, things that they've done over the course of the over the years and all of that kind of stuff. So like, if you're talking about what they've done over the course of the years, fam, you what they've done. Like, what they've done, they've, what they've done, done, not necessarily what they're doing, because the, so the, then, the then I well then yeah I would probably put Fam first, but I would also put Graham up there. I was about to say, yeah, yeah. 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 found or anything. If we're talking about what they've done, and you don't have Graham up there, yeah. I mean, Gremlin's on Gremlin's on their list. It's on my list. It's not, you know, it was my personal list, so they're they're not at the top. But you know, um, but like the the idea that that like every, everyone was coming for them because of Southern being at nine, and no one put their list except me, and then they started coming for me because I didn't have Southern or Jackson first. And I ain't even put numbers in mine. I didn't even put numbers in mine to be honest. I just made a list. To be honest, what's good, Justin? I, I know it's coming. Come on, dog. Come on with it. Boy, I'm over here weak as fuck. I'm talking about I'm weak, weak, weak. Like, <laughs> wait, y'all gotta tell me. I know my internet tripping. Y'all know it's about that time they about to put me out. Who was number one? Um, let me go back and look because I don't really remember. Hold on. Cause I'm I'm over on this list like, well, well let's let uh let's I, let, uh, I believe Justin get here because we still got uh, other people. The Bethune Cookman was one. Tight. Let's <laughs> let Justin get his in, and then because uh, <laughs> we still got somebody in the way. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna just let Scarfinger. You know, just I you just one of them people that you kind of just let talk Scarfinger. Like you got to think about it. The, the band world is this big. People think it's. Big, but like 
you never marched in a band, right? You see them marched in a band. Just for some of my points. I don't have no swag hours. None. But like where I come from in the band culture down here, Kwan, you can test for it. Even with your nine band hours, we could find out if you was like a horn or not. Like you hey, you, you must you must have to pull a sheet of music out, you know what I'm saying? Like Who's your high school band director? Like we, cause we can, we can find out. But like you're not having no lineage to see who you are. Like you know, burger. Who are you? You know what I'm saying? Like that's what people would, would give you that that look, and it's cool. But anyway, that's that was interesting. Y'all left about to dry. I'm gonna say this back to y'all comment about when y'all was talking about the, the in, in a storm. Like it was one band played this, another band played in a storm. I low key don't think y'all give. The modern day spectators, the credit they deserve. Like we talk about Southern push the needle, right? You know what I'm saying? Southern is a stand up that we give them all, all the credit. Like people were not talking about arrangements a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? Let's not act like that was a thing. Like we, at least in the swag down here, where all the bad is that we wasn't talking about like you heard that arrangement, like you heard how how cold that was until like I ain't gonna say like the end of the thousands, like when Hamer was in that. You know, so he started doing crazy, ridiculous stuff. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't talking about, that wasn't the prominence of who won a battle on some, you know what I'm saying? Back in the days, it'd be like, what was the most exciting? You know what I'm saying? Sometime arrangement, but not so much. So I don't think y'all give some spectators the, the credit they they deserve, because if you smash in the stone, and like you say, Jackson play a rap daddy, and the rap daddy ain't busting, I think most spectators go the in the stone. You know what I'm saying? All the, uh, y'all didn't say in the stone, y'all said getaway. Do you understand what the, the, the you understand how stupid that can get? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's a bad head fucking candy, you know what I'm saying? Like it can really go crazy. Um, it's not the kids' fault they don't know classics. I'm gonna say that, you know what I'm saying? Being young by myself, it's not their fault. Like y'all say they don't know who Michael Jackson, that's a big one. Uh they don't know who Michael Jackson, they don't know who uh a lot of these people, the, the generations are changing, and like, you know, we're the parents now, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I know a bunch of my my people my age that just I can say piss for a parent, but like they didn't even know who who such and such were. They ain't even had to clean up or do chores right now to know what this is. I'm an old school guy. I like music from the sixties, like Harry Hippie. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. I go back in the book. So like it's not the kid's fault. So I wouldn't I wouldn't fault them, but I, I would definitely introduce them. And sometimes you gotta meet them halfway, like we always talk about that quiet. Go to any Meek Mill song, you know what I'm saying? Any of these songs with samples in them and show them the original song, you know what I'm saying? Like Daddy's Home. I never knew what a sample to, to Daddy's Home was to, to the real Daddy's song, song was a song. Um, the last point I had to make was the transfers. <laughs> that was funny. You gave me an example of the, of the group life. I feel like don't fault the transfer. They transfer for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if this day new home, let them be delusional and act like they didn't come from the place because they transferred for a reason. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You can't go too hard. It just shows your fakeness. And like Derek said, I wouldn't be able to trust them. I wouldn't trust them either. But at the same time, you know the old program they came for was trash. But let them have that joy of being with these new counterparts, you know what I'm saying? And just make sure that they can hold their own and be a part of this greatness. Because sometimes, like, some transfers, they be garbage, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why I have a problem. If you if you garbage and trying to talk, nah. But if you're doing your thing, come be a part of the greatness. That's what I had to, in a nutshell, just stop thinking. I'm, I'm still weak at everything you said, though. I'm, I'm laughing, like, in the back of my head. But that's my points, man. But, yes, that's my point. 
I want to comment on one of your points. Um, the 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 whole thing about how to how to reach the kids with the with this music and the whole thing about the samples, like showing these people where showing these kids where everything came from, is one hundred percent how I relate to my my daughter. My daughter's fourteen and she loves K-pop, and every time she wants me to listen to K-pop, um, I I'm like, you know, that sounds like that, right? Every song, it all sounds like most K-pop sounds like uh, late 90s, early 2000s um, urban music. And it's just like, okay, that sounds like that song. And then she has no idea what, what, what I'm talking about. So I play her the music and she goes, well, okay, that's, that's basically the same song. And then we started, and then her and I started getting into the samples and, and, and we really connected in that way. And like I said, I was saying in the chat, like she bought an, an Aaliyah shirt when we went school shopping. And I was like, do you even know any of her music? And she couldn't name me a song. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna let you buy the shirt. And then as soon as we got in the car, I pulled up music that she's heard before so she could make those connecting points. Like, you know, she's heard she, a lot of this stuff she's heard before around me, but she she's never made those connecting points that that's who this person is. She just knows that name. So she just, you know, she doesn't connect the music to the name. She just knows the name, kind of the same situation with Ice Cube. Um, that, that was that was said before um so i 100 agree with you like sometimes you got to sit them down and be like this is where that came from and 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 it creates i don't even know k-pop is i'm over here lost out of what it is it's korean korean pop music k-pop should really be the new new band music real talk go go listen real. to it yes very well yeah. put like this i'm right i'm i have made a vow to start writing k-pop music thanks but put like this, bro. If if somebody if somebody in the swag or somebody in HBC culture did a K-pop show, I'm telling you, it's gonna change the it, game. It it could hit. It don't change the, the game, bro. The right stuff. It could hit because I've heard I've heard more of this yeah. than I care to hear. Prime example. Prime example. Like I remember, and I don't know if uh, Luke Julian want me to say this. But Julian wrote something from a specific movie that had different various amount of artists and music. And Julian, if you want to say it, when I tell you, because I did the uh, percussion for it, it jammed. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. It jammed, bro. And it's different. But I and I'm, but uh, with all sincerity, if the right band didn't play it, they possibly would get laughed at. But I'm I telling can't... you the song jam, though. So you got you to gotta execute it for it to be successful. Not just execute it, but the right band has to play it because they'll be like, "Oh, that man, that's whack." But I'm, but I'm telling you, that's particular song right there. Let the right band play. All you got to do is hand it over, and they executed the way it's written. I guarantee you, bro, that's it's gonna shut a lot of bands down. And then they'll be like, "We ain't never thought of to even play that." Yeah, I see Word up. All right, I'm gonna back out. I'm gonna back out to let other people get in. Um, y'all know I like to come in here and stir the pot. I think um, my 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 goal has been achieved. You're welcome, Justin. Um, peace out, y'all. Till next week. <laughs> y'all know that man, I enjoy. <laughs> man, what the hell? Hey, look, what what did he say? Cause look, I just got in here. What did he say that was? Bruh, he said that Bethune Cookman was the number one band overall of all time. Now, nah, no, that no, no, no. that's not what he said. He said that he saw a list. Oh, a list. Okay. Well, that person list is tripping.
He was saying a bunch of other stuff. When you got the camera like this, I don't blame you because if they get clipped with all that stuff he was saying, <laughs> I don't be on the screen when you see that, but that was funny. Yeah, that boy's tripping. All right, uh, let's welcome Portia to the show. Portia, first of all, uh, I gotta I gotta give you the information because we just kind of finalized some things today. All right, but uh, Portia is 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 new family, so yeah, welcome welcome her to the family. So, Portia, what you got? Um, a couple of things. So, to this talking, I, let me say this: before I got on band staff, especially, I was a shit talker. Um, she was, she was, she was, but I never did it on the internet. Like, I just think that's something different. I think that's real stupid. I, and I, the people that I see from the Legion that do it was sorry. And I'm going to say it, um, you know, the real ones going to talk to shit in person. Like, you know, that, mm, that wasn't, you know, we could do better. I'm going to give you the feedback. I'm not going on the internet and bash no program that I came through. I'm not going to ever do that. I don't understand that. I don't get that. Um, I really don't know that the internet is the place to be bashing any program. I mean, for what? It ain't going to change the program. So what are we doing that for? But the people who can't were in the band with us that do it to Norfolk on the internet, I just look at it and be like, sorry. How many times you didn't check off? How many times you got stood up in the band room and didn't know your music? If we calling a spade a spade, let's play that spade. Well, Portia, um, let me add, let me let me add this to what you just said, Portia. And Portia, you know I love you. We've been friends for many many years. Yes. It's it's certain sections. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Portia. Please talk to me at homecoming. Please talk to me. At oh, homecoming. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not talk to you. But really? it's certain it's certain sections, Portia. I don't see how they talk shit. And Flags is one of them. I'm sorry. Like, man, y'all drop spin. Sorry. Like, I don't, I, 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 I don't see. Well, see. Okay. Oh, let me, let me, I'm going to be honest. And I, you know, God, don't get me fired, Rick. There was years in here where on a college level, I should not be coming to rehearsals before homecoming and you drop the flag and just look at it like it don't belong to you. Um, when I'm getting calls that the section leader going to take naps during band camp, I'm going to talk shit to you. When everybody come off and they did, so that means you aren't training, that means you aren't putting in the time in rehearsals. So you sorry. So I'm gonna tell you you sorry, and I'm gonna tell you to be better. I ain't talking about that portion. That part, I think we can all can agree on that. I'm talking about, and this ain't even talking about like you said. I ain't talking about Norfolk State because, in my opinion, Norfolk State got the best color guard in the HBCU band. I'm not talking about them. But when it's a member of any school's color guard saying, "Hey, y'all band suck." You, 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 oh no, now I don't think you should playing. do that unless you got some. Now, now, <laughs> unless it's blatant, Rick. If it's blatant, some stuff you just gotta call out. You know, sometimes, you know, I, I'll give a prime example. We was riding to DC this weekend. Chanel's daughter was in the car with us. She popped in a DVD from one of them band DVD from one of them band battles while we was in school. And Lord Jesus. Some of them um, sectional battles, baby, it don't take a rocket science to hear that some of that sh should have never made it out of the band room. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
wait a minute, Jesus, somebody should have listened to that before you brought that out here because no, no, sir. I don't understand how we ended up here. I don't, I was listening to that tape like, oh, 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 Jesus. Well, what about, what about you, Justin, Aquan, coming from the SWAC? If a, if a member of somebody the flag section told you your band sucked, how, how would you react to that? As, I don't know if you know, I would say that to I don't know that I would say that to them. I might think that, and I might say to one of y'all, well, you know, that sectional battle wasn't quite right, but I don't know that I'm talking shit to a band. They go too full because I wouldn't we have I wouldn't entertain the flag. But let me tell you something that, that do be that do be crazy. How many times y'all ever heard a dancer or auxiliary get somebody together in a band like you said and they be absolutely right? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the flag give more credit. Like a dancer or flag tell you you said, he might be telling somebody, well, you gotta take it to the but, he, but, he, but, he, but here's the thing. If everybody know that person was trash, they'll look at him and be like, see. <laughs> We've been trying to tell you. We've been trying to tell you. Now you the other flip side to that is, like Rick, well, like I said, when we when people used to stand up in the band room and have to play, I'm not a musician, but I know that shit didn't sound like the nigga before him. <laughs> okay, like, I mean for real. Like, but but here, here's here's the crazy thing. When the young lady did it, like I'll never forget, and I'm I'm gonna just say her name because because you know her, Julie, and she's from Willow Ridge. Trumpet player Austin. She's uh she's TBS. You saw Raw too. She stood up and was like, "This person, such and such, you ain't doing such and such." The whole band hall was like, "Damn, you ain't gonna fight her." Like so, just take, just tuck your head, bro. Just play your part right, and that was it. I was like, "Damn." But the thing about it too, Quan, like at Norfolk, you couldn't say shit to the the silks. They always was on their shit. They were tight. They were the best marching set. I, and I know some people at homecoming gonna cuss me out. Ain't nobody marched with nineties more than the silks. But not that's one not, section not, in the whole nobody disagrees band. with that. Absolutely. Not one. Like they were one of the top marching sections. So it wasn't like we go man, Well, y'all suck too. No, no, they no. don't. But, no, but they don't. here's a but Rick, let's be fair. And I said this on the last show that, that Porsche was on. Let's be fair too. The one, the one you also the know the silks, the silks was not gonna go let you come and talk to that mess of them either. You know them six silks is gonna handle you. Like they put they put the hey, they put the balls on you. Don't 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 let don't let right. it fool you. The silks don't play, bro. Hey, I told hey, you, I was hey, scared. Quan, I was scared Justin. of my freshman year. Hey, Quan Justin, the silks is like a requirement. You gotta be able to spin. And you gotta be able to throw them hands. If you wanna put some paws on somebody, you can be a silk or and OG. Cause OG, yeah, people used to talk that shit to OG. I remember Henri, God bless his soul, man. You What's OG? Shit, dog? I see him lay people. Spark out. Dog. We used hey. to we used to we used to fight OG on the hill, bro. Yes. They was not playing. <laughs> It's <laughs> not playing, bro. I seen him pick a man up off his feet at that Kentucky game because he hey. told him he wasn't gonna move for the Legion. He picked that man up off his feet and escorted him to the edge of the bleachers and sat him down. I said, Oh my god. Hey. Here's the other thing I wanted to address. Yeah. Yes. Aubrey did that. Here's the other thing I wanted to address. So I don't know that I've experienced um somebody transferring and not humbling themselves or forgetting completely forgetting about where they came from. But let me give y'all an example of somebody who rode to the end of time. So my rookie brother, John Paul, from Atlanta, he was from Atlanta. JP, yep. Transferred to South Carolina State. Now, this was some I ain't never heard of before. He was already MD. 
he had to transfer because he couldn't afford to keep going to Norfolk State and South Carolina State was giving out money. He went down there and said, look, I'm already MD. I'm here for the, to march for school. I don't need, I don't want to be in y'all section. And so then in 09, when I stopped marching, I went down there to a game. I got a picture of him in South Carolina State uniform going like this. He did not, he never became a bongo. He was MD to the end. And so what's worse? Like somebody who forget where they came from or somebody tell you to hold your section. I don't need that shit because I'm already MD. So he cold. Huh? JP was cold. JP cold. cold. One section. You can't tell. I ain't gonna say can't tell him nothing, but like, you like that? What you gonna tell him? You gonna put him out? Put him in the, the hole? What you gonna do? So you you know it's so uh, which one is worse? Like I don't keep that shit or I think keep that shit worse because you you, you <laughs> you're not about to come disrespect me. I don't care if you if you if you. But you was it disrespect? Because he didn't want to yeah, be in a section. You, you you in a whole another uniform representing something else. Like I'm surprised some MD don't feel well. If he liked that, I think goes with he, If he was cold and he could burn anybody who coming from, like he wouldn't be in my section, like talking that shit though. But I mean, yeah. But he, if he cold, he wasn't, like in that, the, he wasn't in day section. He played drums for South Carolina State. He was never trying to be in a section. I mean, he wouldn't be in the drum. He wouldn't be beating the drum wheel. Never mind, I can't say that online. He wouldn't be in our uniform. Period. No, no, that's not true, Justin. Because if that band director gave you a spot on that field, it's tight. You could they can't hold him back from that. Okay, uh, dude, he, he went in there. He went in there and did his job. Dude, hey, it's 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 ways to get people out the band. Now, stop, stop, and crazy. Not because, <laughs> but 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 not because he don't want to officially be a part of the section. If so he got all, if he got all the music, are we foregoing talent music? because he don't want to be in your section? Because he was oh, a no, beast. I'm saying, he was I'm nasty. Saying like, I know he obviously he was for him to be for him to march the rest of them years and, and like, like he had to be somebody cold, period. You know what I'm saying? But I don't I guess his time is different. That's that that's that MEAC stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that wouldn't man, ain't no way. Ain't no way. And I gotta say MEAC. I'm gonna say South Carolina State that disrespect one airport. He got a picture. I don't see South- it as disrespect. If somebody came to my section and said, you know, I'm already whatever. I just want to march. Okay, girl. That's fine. I guess I guess it's cool. I just know somebody will watch it live be like, yeah, yeah. He, I ain't saying he got a play in the section. I mean, when I say in the section, I mean just like drumming him, period. We, would that be able to fly uh, at, at, at Norfolk? Uh, somebody from WT. You know what I'm saying? You know, ooh, that's ooh. Well, I mean, I, mean I, I, I couldn't answer that question for anybody yeah. from MD, but I will tell you if somebody came to the trumpet section at that time and was just like, I don't want to be a dizzy and they just wanted to play. I mean, it would be a hostile environment, but I, I probably, or more than likely, we're not going to kick them out. We're not going to not give them the music. Like, we just want to hang out with them. Right. You're just not going to, you're not going to be a dizzy. You're not, you're you're not, not invited to the section. Right. But- and, and, and real talk, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it a hundred. Like if he was a cool person and he's just like, I don't want to be a dizzy. All right. Okay. That, that, that's not gonna hurt my feelings, you know what I'm saying? Because you're no. still contributing to the to the program right. and to the section. So and most know. of the question, what if there was another section and it wanted to become a dizzy? Do you think that would have been possible? That could you be too? I I don't get your question. Maybe I maybe like I if he, was, if he if he if he crossed another section in another school or whatever, 
and he wanted to, he transferred to Norfolk and he wanted to cross the section up. Was that that was y'all? Oh, yeah, that, that happens all the time. That's, yeah, that happens that's all right. the time. My yeah. my rookie brother came from uh, where uh, Cofield come from? Oh, I, Cofield came from Grambling. Grambling. Yeah. Grambling, uh, Cofield is a silver dog from Grambling, and he came and he's bodacious. Yeah, then he's the longest and running drum major, drum major at Norfolk State. At Norfolk State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, hey, they have to certain people. If you, you know? pay your dues once you hear, I don't care. I all of the rest of that is formality. Mm-hmm. As long as you show to me, show up and do what you're supposed to do. All the rest of this is fluff. Whether you want to be in the section or not, if you're contributing to the good of the program, mm-hmm. the rest of that is extra. That's what I said earlier. Like, because not trying to be funny, if you think about it, I can't name all the sections from no school but Norfolk State. Either your program is good or it's not. There are people who follow certain programs are going to know all the sections. And did y'all hear such and such today? But overall, is the band good or are they not? Because I kind of feel like when you start calling out certain sections. So how do you feel about what he said earlier about 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 somebody transferring and, and bashing the old program? How do you feel about that? Well, I don't know what they went through at the other school. And maybe the other school is trash. I mean, we're not going to say we're not going to say they trash because we went there. Now, if you were sorry while you was there, that's just not accurate you know was they sorry or was you sorry you know that's a different thing i think let me let me let, well then let me give context to the to the example that i gave okay uh i'm not gonna say the exact schools that they came from but it would be <laughs> like the equivalent of going similar to the equivalent of going from norfolk to a t so they were they marched at norfolk went to a t and then got to a t was like man them boys trash man they sorry man they Man, they, they ain't got nothing over there, man. Like that. If it's not accurate, then it's a problem with you. Now, if you upgraded programs, hmm. but I mean, the other part to that is, is you're no longer there, so why are you worried about them? Well, I, right. I mean, it, the only the only reason why I, I I the only reason why I gave it as an example is because said people because it's been more than one person but said people have been online making these comments so that's the thing no see that's just extra what why for what for what what's the point of that you're no longer there you're in what you're claiming to be a better program be in that better program i'm not doing that i think that's unnecessary you know if you upgrade it upgrade why are you talking about yeah. the past? It ain't that big a deal to me either, especially if you're good. Like, shit. If you said, don't act like you're that, 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 that. Right. right. I want right. to let uh, Chuck get in this, man. He's just been waiting patiently. Nah, it's all good, guys. What up? What's going on, bro? Can you hear me? What up? Uh, I guess I'll jump on. I was going to talk a little bit about uh, the, the internet stuff, but we'll jump on the transfer thing. And I put something in the chat. I don't know if you guys have seen the, the HBCU uh, band experience, the book. Um, that Christy Walker and all you get, I mean, so I'll drop the link. It's uh, Amazon. It's a uh, bestseller on Amazon. Anyways, uh, they did it last year and I had an opportunity to write for it. And, um, and I talk about what's actually in the chat um, and you guys touched on it. Uh, Portia did specifically 
again, I transferred twice. You know, I won't go into my whole story, but I do know that um, if you can play and you're good at what you do, you know, then that holds like extreme weight. And I know for me, again, I started at Fayetteville State. I did not want to go to Fayetteville State my first year, but money, single income, my dad was, and I'm from, that's that's my hometown. So my dad's like, look, you going there, A&T's not giving you enough, you know? And then what people don't know that program, we ain't never had scholarship money, you know, there. So A&T was my dream school, couldn't go there my first year, had a horrible experience my first year in school like i'll be transparent i didn't have applied instructor that first year as a music major so i knew something wasn't right i knew something wasn't right i knew i was supposed to be getting xyz and i wasn't getting it so i found a way to make that gap up and you know told my dad hey after this spring i'm withdrawing and i'm going to greensboro so i went to greensboro and by, at my time when i was in greensboro i never thought i would be back i thought it would be it was a nightmare you know, to be back in that situation my freshman year. During the time I was at A&T, uh, I played in two sections, uh, freight train, uh, old baritone section known as Chucky Ducky. I was a student arranger and a conductor um, during my time at A&T. Due to personal situations, you know, and declining health of my mother, I moved back home. Now, when I moved back home, I decided that I was just gonna do the concert band, the wind ensemble. I already had my hours, you know, for all of my uh, ensemble credits and stuff. I was just trying to finish, trying to get out. At that time, I was a super, super senior, you know? And uh, so when I transferred home, the band was in a rebuilding age, Fayetteville State between 2006, 2007. Um, and as a member of Kappa Kappa Psi, they did not have an active chapter at that time. And so I used to help out with the stuff that the bros do. It was, I was just used to it. You know, just that prior year, I was a dean and, you know, uh, held an office in, in, in my chapter, IZ at A&T. And so doing all those things, when we were doing check-ins for uh, that next year band camp, guess how many uh, tuba players showed up? One. One freshman. One freshman. And so my band director at the time uh, that really just passed away, Mr. Timothy Chambers, I remember after having a conversation with my mother um, about it, because again, my whole purpose was to come home, help take care of my mother and finish school. I was like, look, I asked my mom, she was cool with it. And I was like, if you need me, you got me. I couldn't, like, they bothered me. You know, it bothered me that they only had one freshman coming in and, and that's just not my DNA. And so I ended up playing tuba that season and I never talked about my experiences at ANT. You know, people would ask about it and stuff. I'm like, hey, we're here at Fayetteville State, you know, and I, and I really had to lean on those of you guys that know the purposes, know what they are, know what they stand for, for college bands, not ANT band or not Fayetteville State band or not Norfolk band, it's college bands. And so uh, that was that was something that I had to, you know, swallow, but I knew where I was and I knew it was going to help me get better. And lo and behold, <laughs> that next year, I wasn't planning on it because, again, we could do the timetable if you want. I was already in the band way past my prime. And um, I was asked by leadership to audition for drum major. I ended up making it. And so I was actually drum major that next year, you know, at Fayetteville State. And we ended up having, like, the largest band in the school's history that next year. Not saying me, it was a lot of work and just, like, the – Everything, it was like a perfect storm. And that was the band you saw at Honda in 2009. I don't know if you guys remember, 
Um, and uh, if we can, you know, pull up the pull up the footage from there, um, that was, it was actually one of the best groups. I had an opportunity. I had an opportunity to either march with Fayetteville State. That was my first year of teaching, so I came out of retirement uh, to march with either Fayetteville State or A and And I went with Fayetteville State because that's where that's where my degree is from. But like I tell folks, like that's where my degree is from. But a and is always my heart. You know, I was there the longest. That's where I crabbed. That's where my chapter's from. Um, but it, it's kind of a, I don't know, you know, I have, I have kind of a dual loyalty to both. You know, I, I've sent kids, I think over 30-something kids to Fayetteville State. I've sent about 20-something, you know, to a and and And, of course, bands all over the country, just being honest. And so I, I get it on the transfer level. It, it's definitely a, 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 a huge a piece of humble pie, but if you can play and um, you're all about the growth and development of that band, um, then I think most folks will be like, hey, we rocking with you. But I have seen folks come from other places and they're not humble. And you kind of find out what we call the, you know, the band facts about them, that they really weren't that good <laughs> where they came from and, and uh, they flunked out of school that's why they back at home and, and things like that. And, and then that ends up, you know, uh, uh, causing, causing issues. You know, I've, I've seen, I've seen it on both ends. You're a, diff you're a different case. You was more like the, the prodigy, like, okay, you was cold on your home, but like Fairville State Sound, they needed you more than, more than you needed them, me, you know what I'm saying? Well, let me tell you, I, I just be honest. It was, the, it was, it was kind of an unknown. We always said that Fayetteville, North Carolina, you know, is, is a gem. There's like 13 to 15 different high schools and there's some beasts that come out of it, but nobody wants to stay home. Nobody wants to stay home. Everybody wants to go away. And um, under the tenure of Mr. Chambers and then John Reed and then now Austin Chalmers, which is one of my uh, high school buddies, uh, we graduated a couple years apart, um, they're actually getting homegrown talent. Like, it's crazy. Like, people that go to Jackson, a lot of them are from Jackson, Mississippi. People that go to Southern, a lot of people are from that area. They've grown up seeing the band. That's where they want to go. But for some reason, on the East Coast, like, everybody wants to go away. You know, everybody wants to go away. They don't want to stay home as much. And um, I know, and, and, and I talked about this as a consortium as well. Like, I know I was there at Fayetteville State at the time that I needed to be there. I always said that a and taught me the grind, you know, because, again, we were that early 2000s. I mean, I was telling my kids the other day um, about having a chip on your shoulder. And I never forget when we played Fairview in 2002, and we had like a two, almost three hour fifth quarter. And what people don't know, going down to Tallahassee from North Carolina, we didn't have any AC on the bus. We didn't even get to stop for breakfast. So just imagine how hot and how agitated you were. And we got off that bus, put the uniforms on. And oh, I know I brought that up. I brought that up because I tell my kids about bonding. When we had to go to the consortium, we only had to take, we only had one bus. We had an issue with our transportation all on concert equipment and stuff like that we were all like all close to each other and then we had a great performance and i told him i was like the same thing happened to me when i was in college there was no ac on that bus it was hot as i don't know what people in their drawers and t-shirts we just tried to survive but we bonded together and when we got off that bus man we kicked tail you know and so some of those moments are like priceless and so um you know again i just wanted to speak out there for the transfer students you know I experienced it twice, and and I know coming into the you know the ANC situation when I first transferred, it was um, 
you know, what helped me is because I, I, I could play. No, I wasn't the greatest, but I could play. And so it, it made my transfer process easy. They were like, oh, you can play, you know. And so I kind of got in charge of all the all the rookie trombones. It was my responsibility to make sure they were good to go. So if you had to go to if you had to go to war, <laughs> one of them bad. <laughs> oh, you know what it is. Come on now. You know what it is. No, 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 no. But, but but no, but let me tell you, let me tell you, I will take that. I would take that 2-7 to a 07 Fayetteville State Band when I was a drum major. Not just because I was a drum major. I will take the sound of that band up against anybody. People that heard it understood. That band had just enough. We had like 10 tubas, 11 tubas, maybe six trombones, five or six mellophones. Like it was just enough to rock and roll. And the sound, the sound that just came out of the band. I mean, the the arrangements was coming out of old school, you know, old school Jackson State and Kentucky State when Dal Taylor was at Kentucky State. Like, it was just different. It was just different. And I know for me, like, um, being down the hallway in the music lab before I was in the marching band and out here and practicing, like, for a basketball band, I remember just, like, you know, my ears perking up, you know, like, what is that? I need to know how to make that type of sound. And so it was just right what I needed right at that time. But again, it's, it's kind of a dual loyalty. Um, and uh, I'm sure there's some other folks out there like that as well, too. So again, I always say, you know what I'm saying? Fable State's where my degree is and where I learned a lot about being a band director. But, you know, A&T, A&T is always my heart. That was, that was my dream school. That was my dream school. And I got to I got to live it for five seasons, you know, and so uh, it was a blessing. So, Chuck, I, I, I want to say two things, man. Um, the first thing I want to say is I want to make it very, very evident that when you came on and, um, you know, you let us know that you did transfer to three schools. The first thing you said was you're not going to go into that story. And you then eventually went into that story. Uh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> but, Thanks for putting that out, man. <laughs> no, you're good. But the other thing, the other thing was, uh, I don't I don't understand I don't know if if it was legally correct for you all to be on a bus in your drawers. <laughs> you know what? We had the emergency thing open to try to get some air in. We were trying to survive, bro. <laughs> but no, nah, man, no. Nah, the correct I, term yeah. for what you experienced is you were haste. For a long no, time. no, no. Uh -oh. hey, we did it ourselves. It's not easy. Saying, we gotta watch. We gotta watch the the the, the hey, H word. Right, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, uh, but no, bro. I, I I appreciate your story, man. And it's one heck of a story. And everybody's situation is definitely different. I'm not gonna right, lie. right, right. I just think in these band streets, man, especially when it comes to social media, it just completely has changed the game on how we perceive a lot of our situations. Yeah. And so I think someone like you in the situation that you're particularly or you were particularly in, I, I just don't think that you even had the 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 outlet like social media to just talk about that stuff all day. You had work to do. You oh, had, no, not at all. You, I wouldn't even have yeah. said that stuff on fifth quarter or Absolutely. any of that stuff. Like, we were a different time, man. We were, nah, we were in a different time. Know. Yeah. Like people didn't know. I remember the first game that I marched when I was drum major at Fayetteville State. It was versus North Carolina Central, which is like Auntie's rival. And all my, you know, chaperones, everybody was there. They didn't know that I was in the band. It was kind of like I kind of kept it to myself. I was just doing my own thing. And they saw me 
And they were like, oh my goodness, like he's still, you know, and so it's, you know, it's definitely, um, it, it was definitely a humble experience. But I would say my folk, my, my people were happy for me because um, they knew the transition, you know what I'm saying, what I, what I was going through um, at that time. And, and definitely Ben was, uh, Ben was a savior, you know, Ben was a savior during that moment, you know, uh, just real talk. And again, it's in the book, but we don't talk that talk, you know, my, uh, my mom had passed in between that year, you know, my mother had passed in between that year. And so I needed something to cling on to. I needed something to cling on to. And, and all I knew was, you know, music and band and, and that helped me out a lot. And so, uh, it, it was, it was more of a, kind of a instead of like, Oh man, he's over there. It was like, man, like we're glad to see you still doing what you love. Now get your ass out of school and graduate and be a band director. So that's how it was. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, bro. Uh, we got to get some folks to drop off. Justin and, and Chuck. I want to keep Portia on since she's family. All right, bro. All right. Appreciate y'all, brothers. Appreciate the support. We're gonna bring in Will. What's going on, Will? This is young brother here, my my dizzy brother. Uh, dang, I forgot. Will, I brought you in, didn't I? Oh, I feel old now. All right, man. <laughs> what you got for us, man? And by the way, Will's the last one. We ain't taking no more because Lord knows it's getting late. Portia got to go. Will, you on mute. You on mute. There's a, there's a little mute button there. You got to hit it and then you can talk. Man, you in the military. You don't know how the mute button works? Oh, Lord. All right, we good. We good. There we All go. Right. There we go. How y'all doing? Hey, Portia. Been a long time. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, transfer thing to myself because uh, uh, I was at Norfolk State with you guys. Like Luke said, he brought me in class of 2004. Um, after that, I went into the Army Band for about 10 years. And then um, now currently at Fayetteville State University, they just opportunity for me here in uh, North Carolina. And um, I... I do miss Norfolk State, of course. Um, that's where my heart is, my dream school, the only school I apply to, same thing. Um, the only thing that I do here really is I try to bring ideas to the students. Um, it's definitely a different generation, like how we were talking about, how you guys were talking about earlier with the type of music they listen to. Um, to me, the music department as a music major is supposed to be a different universe. It's supposed to be people practicing all the time, creating music, creating ideas, nonstop. And when I got here, that wasn't happening. So I actually encouraged some of the students to form their own groups outside of the small groups that they were doing. You know, it was like, hey, even even if you got to put together all the saxophone section outside, this ain't marching band sectionals. This is working together as a section, doing a master class, arranging some music um, that we can perform. And I was able to encourage a bunch of students to uh, do those type of things. And I, I know I said it in the chat, but the, the student, the teachers, the faculty definitely care about the students here. Um, but different generation, you know, it's it's hard to convince the students that, you know, hey, you got to come to class. You got to, you know, you got to practice. You got to be on top of your thing. I'm the only uh, trumpet player, the only high brass music major. Uh, so naturally it's my responsibility to work with the rest of the, you know, the high brass students um, that aren't music majors. 
my goal is, uh, I, I want to say uh, the COVID year, they didn't have a program at all here in North Carolina at all. They had, had nothing. So people got here expecting to be in the band and didn't do anything for a year. They didn't play at all. So they're, they're still recovering from that. And I'm trying to get, I'm working with them on a concert band level, working with them on fundamentals, trying to get them up to at least a collegiate level, um, you know, trumpet section. So uh, that's, that's, that's where I'm at with the, uh, with, with transfer thing. I think it's beneficial if you're bringing something constructive. Um, but if you, you know, if you one of the people that's just, you know, I, I would never go to a school and say, oh, this ain't like Norfolk State. Norfolk State was way better. We know how to do it. Y'all should, I would never do that. That's, it's true, but I would I wouldn't say that to anybody, you know, because I don't want to, you know, I got to learn a new alma mater now. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm, I graduate December 2022, finally. So uh, that's where, you know, this is going to be it. Um, and then I'm going to go somewhere for my master's, hopefully Norfolk State, but that's another conversation. So I, I don't know. I mean, it, it may be, uh, and I think Justin is the one who said it. It, 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 it may be just the MEAC thing. I don't know, because it seems to me like transfer students coming from the MEAC are the the helpful helpful ones when we go from one one space to another the ones who are trying to make change or trying to make a difference uh or or just trying to play not necessarily you know trying to be i i don't want to say the aggressor but you know trying to be the one that's always talking to crap and all that kind of stuff i don't know that 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 may be the case i don't know um but congratulations to you brother um i'm 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 truly happy that uh you know, you're finally finishing up and, and, you know, I, I tell people this all the time, man, that degree don't say how long you've been there. Just say when you got out and that's it. Uh, so it's all good, man. And, and I definitely am going to support you in, in, in all of your endeavors. And I see you got that new Adams horn, man. So, uh, so I don't, I don't know if you yeah, can do man. anything with it, man. Cause you know, I ain't heard you playing a long time. You, you might be just trash now. Cause you probably, you know, but, uh, but no, man, I, I, no, the army got me right. The army got me right. Oh, yeah, man, I, I saw all your videos, man. I saw all your videos and your pictures and stuff. So that's 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 what's up, bro. Anything else you got for us? Yeah, I just want to say um, I definitely uh, I'm trying to spread the word about your show. Uh, I talk about it all the time at, at the university, trying to get uh, these young people to, to watch it. Um, I don't know if anybody know him just yet, but uh, Austin Chalmers is the director of bands here at Fayetteville State. He took over after uh, Dr. Reed and he doing some, he doing some things. I mean, the concert band sounds amazing. They're not where he wanted them to be yet. We only have enough for a concert band. We don't got the whole university and symphonic wind ensemble thing going yet. But they they focus on sounding good. They don't sound like the rest of the CIAA bands. Uh, he write he write the recommendation letter. So I ended up having to go to the CIAA tournament with them. I did not march because I I'm physically unable to march. But uh, I did go to CIAA and play with them. And, uh, you know, the focus on balance and blend and intonation, it reminded me of Norfolk State. Like, there's, there's nothing for me to say because he's teaching that. He has a comprehensive music program, and it carries over from concert band to marching band to jazz band and every on- ensemble. So, yeah, um, I, I, I'm trying to spread the word about your show over there. Hopefully I can get some people to, you know, start watching and supporting. So. Yeah. And I appreciate it, bro. You know, and I, I appreciate the support, man. And uh, I haven't checked out Fayetteville State in a while. 
but you know, per your recommendation, man, I'm going to go check them out and, and, and see what it's like, man. Cause you know, we need to continue to talk about those programs that are worrying about those things and are building the musicianship. So I'm definitely going to go check it out, man. And I appreciate you, brother. We definitely do, man. Thank you for having me. Man, anytime, anytime, bro. Oh, my face beat. All right, there we go. All right, man. It is <laughs> it has been a night. Uh, this has definitely been a night to remember. The chat was definitely on fire and everybody was on fire. Um Portia, uh, I'm gonna get with you. Like I said, we finalized some stuff, so I'm gonna be sending you something. Uh, but seeing as you're here and you are definitely a new part of the family. We're going to close out with how we normally close out, but we're going to close out with you on here. Uh, but before we get out of here, well, no, let's do it the right way. Derek, um, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture, bro? Um, Man, let's, let's, let's try to take a step back, man. Let's get back in control of uh, the music we play. I think if everybody gets on the same front, man, we can, we can bring back musicality in the game. You know, you, you spoke about that situation about, uh getaway versus you said getaway right yeah getaway versus a uh, uh, rap daddy right how about instead of doing a rap daddy both of us play some funk you know at that point you know we can we can broaden the horizons of the current audience man so let let's try to to, to bring the culture back we are in control of that sorry absolutely absolutely all right Portia. any final thoughts anything you got for the culture First things first, um, be the kind of bandsman or outside bandsman that you wanted from your alumni. You know, don't overdo it. You know, don't be online bashing your programs. Your program is your program. It helped make you in some way, shape, or form. The other thing is talent is talent. If they transfer into your school and they bring in something to the table and they not completely sorry, embrace those people. That's all I got. They're not completely sorry. They can be sorry, but they can't be completely sorry. Hey, that's 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 one that's one thing I, I didn't even think about. They they fifty percent sorry is okay. All right, <laughs> all right, man. Uh, the only thing that I have is just make sure that you guys check out the store, pick up your merch at passionis.online. Uh, that's actually in the website. I can actually say that now. So at passion is dot online, pick up your merch. You can use the code Luke BD and get 15% off your purchase. That only happens all the way until the end of March, which is coming up very soon. I think it's what tomorrow. So, uh, you have until tomorrow to get your little 15% off your purchase, man. I'm telling you, it is definitely going to be useful. All right. So please use that code. All right. Other than that, we will see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to talk that talk. Find us on social media outlets and YouTube at Real Talk That Talk. Talk That Talk is a brand of the Passion Is Network. You can contact Passion Is at passionis1919 at gmail.com. If you would like to contact the panel of Talk That Talk, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com.